0: fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta,
1: and you're listening to the all-night long wrestling podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the all-night-long only, only wrestling podcast
0: with the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. He is a stallion. I'm the enforcer sans video due to my obtuse ugliness. That is me as a human. And we are back with another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. This week, we are talking everything there is to know about the G1. And Joe, I just got a text from our buddy Rich Bagu. And Bagu says, Bro, look, I need this message to be responded to. I want to listen to the G1 Climax predictions, but if I don't get a chance before tomorrow, I need to know what both of your official picks for the winners are, both blocks and finals. So let me tell you something. The level of commitment that Bagu has to the G1 Climax that he wants to listen to our show before tomorrow, we appreciate you, Bagu, and look, you are in luck because tonight we're talking everything there is to talk about the G1, Joe.
1: Yeah, much appreciation out there to, uh, to Bagu for that. And that, that is what we plan to do, my friends. That's, we're going to preview the uh, the two blocks, otherwise known as Block A and Block B, no frills, and um, you know figure out who we think is going to be in the finals and who's going to win. So that's, that's what we're here to do. The sh- G1 starts this weekend. It starts July 6th. Uh, the first night is in Dallas. As many people know, we'll get into some of the matches this particular weekend, and it's going to go all the way into the month
0: of August where a winner will be crowned. So that is the plan. Uh, well, listen, Bagu just texted me again. He said, I'm listening. Woo-hoo. So I'm going to flip the script on our um, on our outline tonight for the show. Originally, I was going to talk a little bit about last week and then get into the G1, but let's get into the G1 right out the gate so uh, Bagu can listen, and he said he's going to straighten us out if we need to. So uh, I appreciate his willingness to you know take part in the conversation. This week, um, I also have a question for you, Joe, that I want you to answer at the end of uh, our G1 predictions. And that is an opinion question. And, Bagu, if you're listening, go out to you too. What one wrestler in the world, in any organization, do you wish you could see in this year's G1? Not to win it and stuff like that, but just to put on match quality with that entire field. Uh, I want to hear who you, Joe, would like to add in there and bagu you as well. So really quick, I'm just going to break down the blocks Uh, block a. So for those unfamiliar, everybody in block a is going to wrestle each other and everybody in block B is going to wrestle each other at the end of the tour. The winners of block a and block B will wrestle each other. And the winner of the 2019 NJPW G one climax will be crowned. That winner of the tournament will get a title shot At um, the New Year's show at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, That briefcase will be on the line. Very similar to the Money in the Bank. However, if you win the G1, you are the who's who of the professional wrestling world. You are one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And that means you put in work every single night for uh, almost a month. And if you're sitting here saying, man, I want to put in work every single night for a month. But I want to do it in the bedroom. So what you do is you go to blue you use our promo code WPP, which stands for Wrestling Perspective Podcast. You pay five dollars shipping and handling and your first order of blue chew, which is all the ingredients of the Cialis and of the Viagra, in a chewable. You don't gotta worry if you have a full stomach. It's after dinner, you gotta worry about the pills breaking down. No, baby, use that uh, you know, use that blue chew, five bucks. Your first ship is shipment is on the house, and tell them the guys at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast sent you. Again, that promo code is WPP. So if you want a climax, oh no, let's just let's just get to the blocks, Joe. Yeah. So I'm gonna give everybody everybody block A. In block A, you have Okada, Zack Saber Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, Abushi, Evil, Sonata, Bad Luck Fale, Lance Archer, Will Osprey, and Kenta. In block B, you have Naito, Ishii, Juice Robinson, Yano, Goto, Jay White, Jeff Cobb, Shingo, tai Chi, and the artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Uh, Joe, just looking at these two blocks, which one do you see is a little bit stronger? I
1: mean, to me, it looks like block A is a little bit stronger because you have guys like Ibushi, Okada, Osprey, Tanahashi, um, Sonata and Saber, who are pretty much well-established guys operating at a high level. And then you have some guys in there like Evil, um, and then Kent are making his debut in the tournament. So there's going to be a lot of
0: interesting things happening in Block A, in my opinion. Yeah, and then on Block B, you have uh, some of the, the the Gaijins, if you will, of Moxley and Jeff Cobb and Jay White. So, you know, neither Block is lacking, um, is lacking star power, but I would agree with you. Uh, block A is definitely heavy, um, you know, the little more talent heavy. And just so people know, going into this, Okada is your IWGP heavyweight champion. Will Ospreay is your IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Ishii is your never openweight champion. And John Moxley is your IWGP US champion. Now, why that's important is because usually when the champions lose in the tournament, the tournaments are non-title matches. However, it does set up matches down the line um for those champions i think that's a good way to do it because i don't think you know for example okada being your champion and losing on nights i don't know 21 or 22 to me it's not the end of the world because the guys wrestled how many matches at that point it gives them uh, you know a little bit of an out there and um you know i, I think that's uh, i think that's smart booking and you know the storylines write themselves joe would you agree with bagu's assessment that the biggest snub is minoru suzuki uh, I would. Yeah. I mean, I
1: know he's uh, getting up there in age, but he was somebody that I was hoping to see in this tournament. Um, this is the first year of me personally that I'm going to be able to watch you know, all of the nights as they happen. So I was, uh, obviously as being a, a big Suzuki fan as I am, I was hoping that he would be in the tournament, but you know, it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to, to be a part of it this year, but there's still a lot of great talent in both blocks. So I think it's going to be uh, a really quality set of matches either way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't I would like to break down. You know what? Let's uh well, tomorrow night the tournament kicks off and you know, I'm I'm talking a lot about Bagu here, but I want to give him a uh, give him credit because you and I we both have New Japan World now, correct? Yes. Okay, New Japan World because of the restrictions in the United States and Fight TV and all that stuff, they're not able to show the first night of the G1 live, which sucks. So, uh Bagu told me if you don't have access TV, which for some reason Optimum, Dolan, Altus One. We don't have access TV, Joe. Um, Download the Philo app. That's P-H-I-L-O, and you can watch it for free as long as you're a free trial of the Philo app if you have any kind of smart device. Um, So that's what I'll be doing tomorrow night. So uh, kudos to Bagu on that one. And uh, let's just get right into the predictions for the blocks tomorrow night. Want to start at the bottom and work our way up?
1: For I'm sorry that you want to go over the blocks or just blocks, the
0: the, uh, the block matches tomorrow night. I, do we, I don't know if we need the whole card.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I have the I have the block matches for the sixth, which is Saturday night. It's the A block. So it's uh, there's one, two, three, four, five matches. So we've got Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. Evil versus Bad Luck Fale, Osprey versus Lance Archer, Ibushi versus Kenta, and Okada versus Tanahashi.
0: Uh, let's start at the first match you mentioned, uh, Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Zack Sabre had a really good showing um, pretty much all year, um, and last year as well in the G1. Uh, big one over Tanahashi. I think uh, coming out the gate hot with an upset, I think Sonata's going to beat Zack Sabre Jr. on the first night.
1: Yeah, it's uh, these are guys I think are going to be probably – around the same area in terms of how many points they get in the block. Uh, they're probably pretty evenly matched. I mean, I, I don't really know. Sometimes with these these early tournament matches, they do some different things, so and I never really know what spot they're going to do that in. Um, but I'm
0: going to say that Zack Sabre beats Sonata on the first night on Saturday. Okay, Evil and Bad Luck Fale on night one. I'm taking Bad Luck Fale because that dude always comes prepared for the G1 he is the upset king, and I look for him to get a big win over Evil to start the tournament.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they do like to give him some victories in this tournament. Whoa, 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 not, whoa. not a big what, fan.
0: What, what, do you, what do you mean, on, uh, unfortunately?
1: I mean, he's not really a legitimate contender to make the finals, in my opinion. So I don't really know. I would use him as somebody to put a lot of people over, and I think that Evil winning this would be the right move. So I'm going to go with Evil.
0: I, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of the underboss. But okay, so we're 0 for 2 on this one. Uh, third match, Will Ospreay, the current IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, against our buddy uh, Lance Archer, one half of the uh, now defunct Killer Elite Squad. Um, interesting thing to note, Lance Archer, I believe, is from Texas, and that is where the show is, Joe. Um, is there going to be a hometown favoritism there?
1: You know, again, this is one of those situations where I could see them pulling – a uh, crazy upset in the first round because a lot of, or in the first night rather, because I know a lot of people are expecting Osprey to have a really good showing in this tournament. But I would not have him lose this match to Lance Archer. I think if you're going to have him lose a couple matches, which I'm sure that he will, then maybe it'll be two guys that he can face further down the line for the junior heavyweight title. So I'm going to say that Osprey gets the win here over Lance Archer.
0: I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I think uh, you know I'm picking two upsets in the first two matches. Will Osprey needs to show that he could take down the big guys, which he's shown before, and uh, he's gonna have a, a heck of a match here with uh, Lance Archer. Next up is the match I am looking forward to the most. It is Abushi and the debuting, if you will, Kenta, the former Hideo Itami. Joe, this match is going to detail to me. If, I just read uh, something that Kenta said today that he did not have fun. Excuse me, he did not have fun wrestling in the WWE. Um, I can't imagine why. But if his New Japan run does not go well, he's going to retire. I think there's a lot of pressure being put on him. Um, I think, you know, part of that might be for, uh, for show, but I think a lot of that's serious. I think. Um, what we're going to see is a very strong, hard hitting, brutal, typical Abushi match. But I think to establish himself as a legitimate threat, uh, Kenta takes this one.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my thinking as well to establish him in the tournament and give him, you know, some credibility, at least as far as G1 credibility is concerned. I think Kent is going to win this match here. Um, you know, I think it'll make some of the the other matches for him in the block a little more interesting, um, and also have Ibushi kind of fighting from, you know, lo- losing early and trying to get himself back into the uh, the tournament mix with the leader. So I'm going to say Kenta gets the win here as well.
0: Okay, that leads us to the main event. Um, the two guys that are destined to do this until the day all of us die, that is uh, Okada and Tanahashi, the ace of New Japan. Uh, you know. I'm really torn. I'm going back and forth on this one. Um, I personally, I would have Okada win. Um, I don't think he needs to take a loss to Tanahashi on night one, and I don't think a loss to Okada is going to hurt Tanahashi standing at all. So I'm saying Okada win this one.
1: Uh, I agree. Yeah, I I agree. Okada getting a win here. Uh, I almost kind of forgot you know, looking back at some of the tournament history, the, Ta- the Tanahashi won last year's tournament. So yeah. it, it was, uh, you know, so I could see him uh, getting off to a slow start this year and losing to Okada here in, in Dallas.
0: Um, I'm going to really quick because Bagu is rapid fire texting me. I'm going to give you his predictions. He says Sonata, Fale, Kenta, and a draw for Okada versus Tanahashi. Not for nothing, a draw is not a bad prediction on night one. Um, but I I like to see some finishes, especially with the big show in Texas. I think it's the right thing to do. If you're bringing the G one to America, you got to give people a finish. Um, so do you want to give our predictions for the blocks and for the winner of the tournament? Do you want to go week to week? How do you want to do it? Yeah, let's just go with the blocks (laughs) and then the the overall winner, I think, because otherwise we might be here for like three hours. So I think, um, um, want to do this. Why don't you give me your finalists for block a, your finalists for block B and then your winners of each.
1: Uh okay, I'm going to start with block B and say that the finalists will be Naito and Shingo. I'm going to say those will be the last the top two guys in block B. And then for block A, this is a tough one too because there's so many so many good guys in this block. Uh it's I'm going go to really. go with I'm going to go with Osprey and I'm gonna go with Osprey and Ibushi as the top two in block A. Um, so and I think the winners will be, I think Naito and Osprey, I'll say, go to the finals for uh, block B and block A. And I'll say that Naito gets the win and wins the G1 this year.
0: Okay. Those that that prediction was so heavy, I literally have to take a breath. So let me just reiterate what you said: Naito and Shingo for block B. Yeah. And Abushi and Will Osprey for Block A, right? Will Osprey beats Abushi. Naito mm-hmm. beats Shingo, and Naito wins the 2019 G1. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to start with uh, with Block A, and I think it's going to be Okada and Ibushi in the finals. I'm sorry, in the finals of Block A, I think Abushi is going to beat Okada. I think in Block B, going to echo... You know what? No, Joe. I'm not going to echo your sentiments. Naito and Jay White in the finals of Block B. Okay. Jay White loses to Naito. And Ibushi beats Naito. So for me... I have a Bushi and Naito in the finals finals with a Bushi winning the 2019 G1. Okay. okay, when you sit there hey I okay. Unbelievably enough, Baku just texted me the exact same prediction that he, that I just gave. That's so that's interesting. I mean, Joe, when you sit here and you look at this list, uh, there are so many possibilities for finals matches, like I the only thing that would upset me as if, like, bad luck, Fale, and Yano were in the finals. Mm. Um, I, there's there's so – like, I could see Will Ospreay winning the G1, right? I, like, that's not completely out of their own possibility. The guy's done everything else this year. Give him the G1. I have no problem with it. Abushi, if you want to push Sonata, if this is the year to push Sonata, they do that. Zach Sabre Jr., um, even Kenta. If is going to have a big run in New Japan, he wins the G1 fine. Naito Ishii, why not? Ishii is strong as hell. He's he's oh, you know, he's huge in Japan. Moxley, I probably not. Uh, Shingo, maybe there. There, it's that's what's so cool about this one. You really have no idea what they're going to do week to week, and I, th- I think that makes for a super exciting uh, tournament that I'm really looking forward to watching.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a lot of possibilities. There's some new faces this year uh, into the tournament where some guys from past years are, are no longer there. So, you know, it it adds to the mix and there's some guys in there, like you said, some of the names that you mentioned are are guys that are relatively new to the promotion or, you know, they've been on a run and, you know, you can't really envision them taking a lot of losses, at least, you know, at at this particular time. So you've got guys like Moxley, who's new to it, uh, Shingo, Kenta, people that, you know, it's like, okay, well... They probably don't want to hang too many losses on these guys, but at the same time, do you want to put them in a spot where they're in the finals or something like that? So there's going to be a lot of interesting matchups and a lot of interesting results, you know, as the weeks go on in the tournament.
0: How mad are you going to be when Yano beats Shingo, Jeff Cobb, J. White, Moxley, Naito, and Ishii?
1: Listen, I hope that that you're joking. Uh, I don't think that. I hopefully that will not happen. I'm sure he'll get one or two wins in uh, in the block. But uh let's not get nuts and I uh, give him too many
0: victories in that in that particular uh in that block. Hot take, Yano beats Moxley. Oh god help me. That's
1: that's brutal. I can't I can't I can't sign off on that. Maybe tai Chi. give him that. That's you know, Yeah, I, I have know. no
0: problem. I have no problem with him uh with him beating tai maybe Chi. Juice. I, mean, I
1: give him Juice I could give you that, but that's that's about as far as
0: I can go that's I can't go much further with Yano. I'm with you on that one, man well either way, I mean, I'm excited for you to be a part of this man. It's probably I think this is my fourth year watching the g one uh I'm excited for you to take the plunge, get the new japan world, and uh really immerse yourself in nothing but great professional wrestling for the next month and a half of your life. yeah well, I don't really have anything else to do, so why not right <laughs> well uh yeah i mean we'll be covering the g1 as the show goes on week to week we'll update the standings and stuff like that it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun it's a good tournament um <clears throat> now touching base on where we were last week last week was i mean it was an action-packed week it was the first time in the history of the all night long wrestling podcast we did back-to-back episodes and luckily enough we did back-to-back interviews um we had evolved star anthony henry on uh thursday night and then friday uh, Mercedes Martinez of Shine fame and of the um, Mae Young Classics dropped by the show. So, if you're a fan of either of those talents, even if you're not, I mean, it, you know, it, really good interviews. We really appreciated their time and they evolved. WWN and Shine had one hell of a weekend last weekend, Joe. Wouldn't you say? I would,
1: yeah. I mean, they were, like you said, we did the double shot and. You know, with especially coming off the announcement of the Evolve anniversary show airing on the WWE Network, there was a lot of promotion of that during the Evolve show. Especially, um, crowd was hot. Undisputed Era was in the house, most of them anyway. Sands, Adam Cole, Tyler Breeze, Tommaso Ciampo was there for the Evolve show signing autographs. So it was really, you know, a lot of good matches uh, with both NXT talent and non-NXT talent from Evolve and uh, the Shine show as, as well was was quality. Um, you know, Mercedes Martinez in the main event against Allison Kay. So, you know, it's worth, I think it's worth people checking out if you want to either do a one shot purchase or if you want to subscribe to club WWN and and check out all their, their events that they have in the history of evolve shine and some of the other promotions. So really cool uh, events looking forward to the evolve show next weekend on WWE network, which is going to have some really cool matches as well.
0: Yeah, I mean there's no reason to let's let's be honest here. There's no reason to buy the shows individually. Spend the nine dollars, get the club WWN, and you get the whole library of matches. I mean, there's uh, from Evolve One, which started off funny enough, the first ever match at Evolve was Kyle Riley versus Bobby Fish. You know, and all the way up until now. It's it's a great service. Um, you know, I'm a little upset with AK, our friend Allison K, the way she uh, you know, way she decided to end her match with Mercedes Martinez. I I think, you know, maybe the championship Joe got the best of her and they were having a hell of a match until then. So I'm assuming we'll get a rematch of that soon. But like you said, next weekend with the news of one evolve 131 going face to face, head to head with, uh, AEW's fight for the fallen. Um, you know, I'm sure you and I will break down both of those cards next week, but kudos to Gabe Sapolsky and, you know, the crew at evolve, um, Really uh, really impressive what they're able to do, and I think they put on some great matches next week. And I'm also hoping that we get uh, a Shine uh, exhibition match or um, a Shine, I forget what they call it, uh, not introductory match. What's the word I'm looking for here? Special attraction. Yeah, something like that. Showcase match. There we go. A Shine showcase match on the show as well. So that being said, there was a lot of wrestling last weekend, Joe. I want to know what your match of the week was
1: well i mean if we're going over the course of the last week there was a few different few different choices i think out there that were good um but considering that we were at evolve 129 on saturday and i did watch evolve 130 on sunday from brooklyn but i liked personally the ar fox and tyler breeze match from evolve 129 in queens new york last saturday i thought that was you know, there's a lot of good matches that were on that show. Um that one was just a particular favorite of mine from the weekend. And uh honorable mention, non-evolved show, the Ring of Honor television this week, I would say uh Jeff Cobb versus Mark Haskins was also worth a watch. But Tyler Breeze and A. R. Fox was my match of of last week.
0: I'm a little upset because that was um that was right up there with mine. However, I, I have a tie. Um I'm gonna go a little bit uh a little bit outside the box last week. I know we had Fighter Fest and all the big name shows. Uh Chris Dickinson versus Matt Justice from Beyond Wrestling's Uncharted Territory. They had a hardcore match, um, and it was it was everything you want in a hardcore match in 2019. It was brutal, it was hard-hitting. There was a Pazuzu bomb off of the stage. I didn't know much about Matthew Justice before that match, but I know a lot about him now. And Chris Dickinson is probably putting together the best matches of his career. So for me, it was that. And then, uh, tied with, I don't know. I, I even feel bad. I even feel bad bringing this up. The unwanted versus Kurt stallion and a certain, uh, I, I don't even, what do we call him now, Joe retro, a G who we, you know, he's, you think, you know, a guy, right? You think, you know, a guy, they have a hell of a match. And what happens, Joe? What, what did he – I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want
1: to talk about it. <laughs> well, people should go watch Evolve 129, and they can go check out that tag team match and the events that transpired afterwards involving uh, one Brandy Lauren as well. I have to say, I'm a little surprised. I thought you'd go for uh, Roderick Strong and Anthony Henry. I thought that would be in there for you. But, uh, you know, I, all good matches from that show. And
0: uh, uh, See, but that's what, that's what you and I are talking about right now. There were literally three matches on that card. That could have been, you know, match of the week. And not for nothing, honorable mention to um Roderick Strong versus Austin Theory at Evolve 130. People need to start watching Evolve, man. The talent is just it's insane. But let's uh let's let's fast forward to this week, Joe. What what, what are we uh what are we watching this week? What to watch for? One match. Oh, geez, one match, huh? Well, I mean,
1: I think it, it to me, you know. Of the next six or seven days, I, I think the G uh, one the night one in Dallas is is something that stands out to people that people need to watch, right? If, especially if you if you're able to watch on on Access TV or, or Fight TV or whatever it is. Um, so I'm I'm most interested in seeing how the Ibushi and Kenta match turns out, just because I think Kenta right now, unfortunately for him, you know his reputation is is one where he didn't quite live up to whatever billing or standards he was hoping to set when he went over to the United States in NXT and then on 205 Live. So to me, that's the match I'm looking out for uh, the most over the next week uh, is, is that Kenta versus Kota Ibushi match from night one in the G1.
0: Well, once again, you've uh, kind of stolen my thunder here, Joe. That was my match to watch out for this week. It's, it's, I'm interested to see Kenta with the handcuffs off, um, what he's going to be able to do this week. And there's no better opponent for a professional wrestler right now than Abushi. So, Abushi versus Kenta is my match to watch out for. Absolutely 100%. I cannot wait. I'm downloading the Philo app just to watch literally this match. So, uh, it's going to be a great weekend of professional wrestling. But we would be remiss, remiss if we did not ask the Stallion to give us this week's edition of shooting with the stallion.
1: I feel like we should have drops for these things, right? That's, uh, I, I, there was, what, what is your segment from two? We did a segment with you two weeks ago where it was, uh, it was a hot take or. Enforcer's hot take. Yeah. Enforcer's hot take. Yeah. now shooting with the stallion. Maybe we get to create some drops. I'll work on that over the weekend. Cause I have no social life. Here's <laughs> what I thought about today in terms of a topic for shooting with the stallion. And, you know, I try to, I scan over the wrestling world. There was a lot going on. With WWE and New Japan and independent wrestling and NXT and all that stuff. And um a guy that's been in the news a little bit too much for my liking the last few weeks or the last month is, and I know you're friends with him, David Starr. David Starr is a little I know he likes to be controversial. He likes to say and do some things that bring attention to independent wrestling and himself. But let's calm down, David Starr. Let's not step on the United, of the United Kingdom Championship at an independent show over the weekend. Let's not do that. Okay? Let's not go off script and disrespect people's championships. Okay? Let's not give a hard time to ROH management when they want to give you a championship match in Israel. And then you get upset because it's because you're Jewish. If you get an all title match against, at the time, Jay Lethal, I would probably be pretty happy with that if I was David Starr. So maybe you shouldn't be complaining about that. And then I read that he's got some, he allegedly, even though he denies it, some heat with Session Moth Martina for attending a tryout for NXT. Hey, David Starr, shut up, dude. That's my, that's
0: my, that's my shooting with the stallion for this week. Uh, I love David Starr as a professional wrestler, but I do echo a lot of your sentiments. However, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make one slight correction here, and I want to hear your take on it. Um, you got microphone, trouble pal? I'm sorry. It's, I feel like it's, it's just a lot of feedback. Um, apparently, he and Walter walked through that spot beforehand, and Walter had no problem with it.
1: Well, then he's dumb.
0: How about that? Did you, did you just call Walter dumb? Yeah, that's right. What? So it's okay. Hold on. So let me get this straight. It's okay for Shawn Michaels to stick a Canadian flag and up his nose and pick his nose with it. Yeah. But David Starr can't step on a UK title that was just made up last week. Correct. Well, Wait a
1: Just made up last week. What it was, was just
0: made up. It's, it's, it's that gotten- title's been
1: around for a couple of years now. Come on. Peter yeah. Doon had it for like two years straight yeah that's fine
0: i mean you know to each his own let's just not pick what to be offended by you know i mean i would not stick a canadian flag up my nose you know because i have respect for canadia but no listen i hear where you're coming from and there has been too much there's been a lot of just bickering and i i I understand i know we the we the independent launched uh yesterday i believe and I like the cause. You know, I like what they're going for for the cause of, uh, you know, health insurance for fighter or for uh, wrestlers and things like that. But no, I'll give it to you. I understand David Starr's been even uh, getting on my nerves a little bit, but I still enjoy him as a professional wrestler. He's still a good wrestler. Yeah, I don't I don't dispute that at all. He just needs to
1: tone it down a notch. And real quick before we sign off well, and god yeah. But uh, you mentioned earlier about one person we'd like to see in the G1 from any company that's not in the G1. Correct. And I'm going to throw my my vote in there for uh Johnny Gargano. That's my I'm throwing in my 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 hat in the ring for uh
0: Johnny wrestling. The big sleazy. No, love uh, love Johnny Gargano. I think that's a great call for me. Based upon this weekend alone, it's got to be Roderick Strong. The man is a top 5 pro wrestler in the world. Watch him work. Watch his matches. Everything means something. Roderick Strong versus Kenta, Roderick Strong versus Abushi. Sign me the hef up, Joe. That would be a great tournament. However, listen, we were just talking about David Starr, and you said, you know, regardless of his political opinions and the Bernie Sanders the professional wrestling and all that other stuff that has no part in professional wrestling, he's a fantastic wrestler. And if you want to watch him work, I got news for you, Joe. You ready for this? I'm ready powerslam.tv the best thing about this you go to powerslam.tv you use our promo code all night long one word all night long our promo code gets you the first 30 days of powerslam.tv for free now listen if you're a fan of progress i have progress on demand i don't need progress on demand anymore because powerslam.tv has all the progress shows, and they're updated. They just dropped a new one today. It's uh, Progress Chapter 90. You want to go back and watch a super strong style this year, uh, David Starr versus Jordan Devlin, Kyle O'Reilly versus Chris Ridgeway. It's all in there. It's, it's such a great deal. And it's, uh, what is it, Eight ninety nine a month after that show? Uh, you got me on that one. I, th- I thought it was only like five ninety nine a month. I'm pretty you're sure. right. I think you're right. I think it is a month. And last week we uh you and I watched Walter versus Will Ospreay from OTT. PowerSlam.tv is such a great deal. There's so much wrestling on there. And even if it is $8.99 a month, you spend more than that on a mocha frapper, a bunch of malarkey at tight at uh, at Starbucks anyway. Listen, $5.99 a month, PowerSlam.tv. Be sure to check out the G1 tomorrow. Um, It's going to be a a great opening of the tournament. I can't wait. If you want to go back and listen to our interviews last week with Anthony Henry Mercedes Martinez, check out social media everywhere, youtube.com slash allnightlongwrestlingpodcast at allnightlongwp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere you can find professional wrestling best podcast, and that's us. Another episode in the books. We appreciate everybody Checking out the show, he's the Stallion, I'm the Enforcer, and we're tapping out.